Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Series, a month-long event celebrating the authors and narrators that bring romance stories to life. Listen along as Viviana, enchantress of books, interviews your favorite writers and voices, share special guest posts, and stay tuned for some special information at the conclusion of the episode. Hi, everyone. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with narrator Lauren Ezra. Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Series, Lauren. How are you doing today? Thank you so much. I'm doing so well. I am so excited to be here. Um, I I was so surprised and touched that you asked me. So yeah, now I'm kind of geared up for a really fun chat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a a pre-recording little chat about our last name since it's Ezo Izzo and all the fun stuff. We may even have a new series for this podcast or a completely different podcast whatsoever on last (laughs) names and pronunciation, guys. So just wait until that comes out next time. (laughs) Really, really short episodes of just like daily complaints. Like, yeah. <laughs> Creative ways that you've seen people write your name. Sponsored by Starbucks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. Why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, how long you've been narrating and how you got started? Cool. Uh, so I've been narrating. That's a great, the first question, I'm already, uh, already biffing it. I've been narrating <laughs> about seven or eight years, I think. I I started in 2015, so I guess that would be seven years. Um, And I uh, had just graduated. Um, I have uh, an English and a theater degree, and a friend uh, who worked at a production house was like, you know, they're hiring new narrators. Um, Why don't you come and audition? And so I did. I had no idea about the audiobook industry. I don't think I'd listened to one audiobook and it was like when I was eight years old on a road trip. I was not like an audiobook person, but I've always, always, always loved to read. And I love any story, any genre. Um, I, I just want to get to the bottom of why. So long story long, I went in, I read a little bit of Twilight, a little bit of a Rob Bell book, uh, who's like nonfiction, um, like Christian guy. And then a little bit of a Neil Gaiman short story. Um, and they gave me my first title and, and it's just kind of gone from there. Um, so I love what I do. Um, it's, I, I could not have imagined that it would take me this far. Um, so yeah, go, go audiobooks, go team audio. <laughs> I do listen to them now and not just my own. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes, especially when you first started audiobooks, were obviously been around for eons. I mean, I still have Pinocchio and vinyl from when I was a child. Absolutely. Uh, it is, and it still works. I'm like, yes, not hey. only is it, you know, it's a classic, it's vintage. Uh, right. And I'm going, wait a minute, how many years is it antique? No, and anyways. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's, I think the popularity of it has really truly hit maybe five years onward. And mm-hmm. especially these past lovely two years with pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my word, completely, completely agree. Mm-hmm. I had so many people reach out to me, um, particularly gosh, it's nuts to say in 2020, who were like, you know, I'm at home. I've done right. I've made the, what were we all making? Not soda, sourdough bread. (laughs) I've I've made the sourdough. Like I've trained my dog. I've done like one yoga pose. Do you have a book that you can recommend? Um, So that was another, it's, this is kind of like a job that keeps on giving in a lot of ways. And that was one of them was that a, I got to, you know, pump up authors and books that I know and love 
And then B, like, you know, nobody was having a good, the dogs maybe were having a good time in the pandemic. Nobody, nobody, no matter what your circumstances were, was like, you know, this is great. Uh, sort of like give people, you know, everybody loves to buy books for people, right? And like to have that book be well received, you're like, oh, I wanted to read this or whatever. That was super cool. Yeah, it's uh, definitely um a love language as far as gifting if you can get that audiobook lover or that reader the gift I like it's like love language. <laughs> like yeah physical touch no it's just books it's like just books yeah <laughs> touch me with a book <laughs> I have not read that one yet I have not yeah. seen that somebody get yeah. on that well I mean it's, it's one of those things that like if, if quality time is important to you then just let me have my time with my book Ooh. if it's gifting then give me something to deal with a book <laughs> <laughs> no, that's smart. Quality time. Cause right. And then, okay. What else are they? Quality time. time. Uh, acts of service. Yep. Would that be like, leave- do things. So I have time to read my book. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Part two of the podcast is we're going to like rewrite the love languages based around book lovers everywhere. <laughs> Oh my God. I might like draw these up and like leave them, like leave a list, you know, on Absolutely. our bedside. Yep. <laughs> oh God. It's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, like you were saying with our dogs, I mean, I know minds are like, yay, you're home all mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Like, why, why at the door? Where are you going? What's going on? So yeah, the, uh, yeah. the community that has sprung up these past couple of years um, or surrounding audiobooks specifically has grown exponentially and people have become really good friends with listeners. And, and even now you guys that have come out of the woodworks and are yeah. on social media and things like that, we get to kind of get to know you guys better. And also having these kind of chats is always so much fun. Um, okay. Yeah. So then listeners like, Oh my God, we have that in common or, Oh, I did not know that she liked that too. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I- so I haven't been as active on social media. Um, that was a hint. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I, and I kind of have been feeling, cause it was like early in the pandemic, I live alone or I lived alone at the time. And it was like, you know, if I go too deep down this internet rabbit hole, it's just not going to be good. Like I need to kind of stay in the physical world. And so I was pretty cold Turkey. Um, and I took it off my phone. I still have all my accounts and stuff, but I've been feeling kind of, it's funny, like as the world opens up a little more, I'm <laughs> feeling the push, feeling the pull, especially because everybody's on TikTok now. Everybody's funny. And I freaking miss people. Wait, mm-hmm. this is this, I fucking miss people. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see people. I want to reach out. I want, you know, anytime like authors, listeners, narrators, whoever like send memes send memes send tweets all of it yeah yeah because the people are just too too cool yeah and I think it it was being said if I send you a link or a TikTok message because it's a video of a TikTok kind of a thing because we're in the system together um that means I really really like you and watch the TikTok (laughs) thank you yeah okay so I haven't signed up for TikTok, made a TikTok yet. Uh, geez, like, wow, I sound so savvy. Um, but I would say, yeah, TikToks are the other love language. Like my cousin, my brother, and you, I don't know, it's a gift. Like it's a talent to be able to source the TikToks that nobody else has seen, but they're like the funniest ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, TikToks are. 
But even with Instagram reels, when it hits something and you're like, oh, they're talking about us, you know, us two girlfriends kind of a thing. I'm like, I send it to my best friend or they'll remind me something or they'll have that. And that's what she said joke. And I'm like, boom, there it is. (laughs) You know that thing of like, you see a post or a meme or whatever, and you see it and you're like, oh, that needs to get sent to so-and-so. Like that is their brand of humor or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have a friend that um loves star wars and there was a soap specifically for men and wow. the soap commercial itself was hilarious because of how they went about marketing this soap and they had a limited edition star wars edition kind of a thing and it was one of those that i sent it to him and he's like oh that's pretty cool and then i found <laughs> you know and then i'm like oh really fucker okay it's the so right. now it's like of course that one time facebook gives me always ads for other things about men and their bodily functions and there's <laughs> there was one like ball soap to keep yourself oh, clean and i'm like guess what you're getting boom <laughs> Right. No, exactly. Okay. Also, I might need you. Is the Star Wars soap like how limited edition was it? Because I, think I it's have... still available. I can send that. Okay. To you. Cool. <laughs> like, this past weekend, I shit you not. Um, they they're having like a reception. Their first wedding got coveted, oh. but they got they eloped on May the fourth. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. He, and he's smart. He will never forget that day. I know, right? Mm. He uh, <laughs> put like a couple of their like teasing wedder, wedding what is it teaser wedding pictures up I narrate um and it was like they were on this like gorgeous like mountaintop glacier thing in Colorado but then the photographer took these two lightsabers and did like I don't know this cool like light effect it looked like they were backlit with the lightsabers it was nice anyway I uh her bachelorette is coming up and so I'm getting her Star Wars underwear as you do of course Right. Maybe I should be getting him Star Wars soap. Maybe, yeah. maybe I should be getting her Star Wars soap. No, yeah, really- yeah. <laughs> Get the little <laughs> headbands that are like the Princess Leia buns and stuff like oh that for them God. to wear. Oh, that's know? darling. That's <laughs> so cute. Like the little, like the ones with the cat ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my but God. They're, they're like the Princess Leia kind, you know, that you can just, you know, and then that way for her, for pictures at her bachelorette party. There she is. I, uh, I'm writing that down. Just so <laughs> yeah, just, and also just best with her saying, you remember that really scampy Princess Leia when she was a slave? Yeah, we got that free to work for the bachelorette party. Just <laughs> Okay, no shit. <laughs> I like, and I was like, do I want to do this? Like, you know, the things I know you have this problem because I have this problem because we work in romance. Like, find you know like cute underwear for the bachelorette or whatever and so i'm typing in like princess leia slave costume for sale like <laughs> oh yeah my, my my search history mm, no bueno um <laughs> yeah. and then you've got to think too that like the cia or the fbi or whoever they like pull the uh the google lists and they're oh like oh goodness. no see then they looked up like i don't know dairy queen flurries that are seasonal no it's just like the romance people like it's yeah. not actual in that cases <laughs> yeah exactly I mean, and and we've been warned there are a couple of memes out there as well where it comes down to you know like they were talking about something icicles and they're like no 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 don't don't, don't look it up just don't just promise Ooh. just promise you don't look it up because it was obviously some form of bodily function fluids and the way that they were using it i mean hell it was, like, it, it was even in a song um Something yeah, I've, Nick- yeah, Nicki Minaj, I think, said it, and it was an Ariana Grande song about, that you know, yeah, yeah, icicle bracelets. And I'm like, 
Oh, 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 okay. Yep. 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 Okay. I got it. Okay. Yeah. But even then, I mean, even songs from the nineties and the, and the, and the eighties, especially the nineties and the early two thousands, when we hear some of these things now we're going, holy hell, they were talking about going down on him. Damn. Yeah. Oh yeah. So (laughs) it's it's like, you know, you're bopping along, whatever you're like, if you're me, like 15 years old, just completely. Cause are you the person too, who like, I don't know, is like dumbly innocent and then somebody goes like no bicycle wrist or whatever and you're like uh, oh like okay I'm behind the eight ball I usually get it um mm-hmm. but sometimes when they get extra cr- you know uh, creative on trying to just <laughs> by naming it something like it used to be just hey don't you like licking lollipops you know um, when you kind of got what that meant and then all of a sudden there's like 15 different ways of saying it now um, right. but I mean, I always would love it when I, my kid would start busting out with my anaconda, my anaconda, you know, oh. going, honey, do you know what you're talking about? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 dear. They're not talking about and, uh, one a couple years ago. And it's not a very good song, but it would get stuck in my head. Cause it would play, uh, while I would drive and it was like, blow, blow my whistle or like wet my whistle. Or yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I think like, so. <laughs> slow ride our pit bull or something. And it was like this like cheerful little song with whistling. And it was like, so many kids are going to be singing this on the way to pick up in the, or drop yeah. off in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. My boys bring all the milkshakes. Oh, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> that is the national anthem though. That one's yeah. different because that's like the most perfect song ever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, because you could, I mean, if you were. Uh, you know, if you have food trucks, like they're so popular nowadays, you know, why not? Oh, that's <laughs> so many good ideas. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's the second cup of coffee I had, but I'm into all of this. Yes. <laughs> well done. Thank this whole, you. like, you know, podcasting book, you know, marketing, <laughs> blogging, podcasting doesn't work out. Yeah. Food truck. Got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, it's funny enough years ago. Um, so I, was it 2006? I graduated culinary school and oh, no lie. They were like asking us. So once you get out of here, like, what are you going to do? Um, and there was a group of us that said, it'd be kind of great if we could do like a restaurant that would like drive around almost like a bus and like the, the ice cream trucks, but like a food truck. And that was before it hit the craze. We yeah. were just talking yeah. about it. And then fast forward, we are on social media saying we should have done it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my but God. hey, you know, there's always well, something. We all have creative ideas and outlets. So, you know, here we are. <laughs> I would, I would pay money to get on like one of those like long, like, you know, like what are they called? I don't know. The buses that take you to the airport, like the big ones. The shuttles. Yeah. Yeah. Like do that with, I don't know, some cute, like diner booths or whatever mm-hmm. we have food truck we don't have food bus yes that it's is still- true <laughs> yeah <laughs> food bus does not sound super cute but anyway yeah no I mean it's the same thing like I I, I suggested it at Disney we have the the monorails and oh, yeah. um for the Christmas we have the different um what do they call those? The cookie houses. Um, oh, the gingerbread. Thank you. They have gingerbread, like a gingerbread tour because at the resorts that are right by each other via the monorail. And I'm like, you know, you could just have a romantic dinner and just visit, you know, one restaurant, you get a cocktail. So the next restaurant, you get appetizers. The next restaurant, you have a, a small yeah. meal. And they're like, that sounds like a good idea of it, but I don't think it will work. Four years later, they're busting out with something like that. And I'm are like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I did sign that I paper. Like, once again, 
I would pay a stupid amount of money for that. That sounds oh, so yeah. much fun. Yeah. It's a, and then like sooner or later, maybe New York City or anybody that also has subways, you know, will might come up with something a little bit fancier, but there's going to be a lot of more cleanup to do first. But hey, yeah. who knows? I, you know, I would <laughs> eat on, I'm in Chicago, so I would oh. like eat on a restaurant if it was in the L, but I wouldn't eat on the L right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Like it used to be back in the frontier days and the, or, you know, prior to planes, people used to travel yeah. via trains. I mean, and we see it every Christmas um, uh, with the white Christmas movie about the transportation and how you go from one place to another yeah. and these classy trains when you get, now that's also very popular nowadays as well. I mean, there's not many out there, but there are some, and I'm like, Hey, I want to do that. <laughs> you ever done that? Like a sleeper car or whatever. Yeah. I haven't I've done it. It's on my list of things to do. Yeah. We'll say, okay. There was a Hallmark movie this year that was called, like, I watched it at uh, my boyfriend's parents' house. It was like the Christmas train or something. I don't know, but it was, the movie was not super great. Like it was great. Cause it was like, you know, a Hallmark Christmas movie. Um, but it was, I don't know, all these people are on the train and it's traveling. I think it was going to like San Francisco from New York and it was going to take like three days. It was going to get there like on Christmas day or something, whatever. The train was super cute. It was all like, you know, lace and like holiday decorations and stuff. And then, you know, people got married in the one car and then in the other car, there was like a Christmas mystery, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I would like to like, you know, put on my cute little like traveling suit with my little round suitcase and go on the sleeper train. It probably would be very smelly and uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm, it's, it's again, I, I've wanted, and I think also like Harry Potter movies like that have always oh. kind of given you the idea of what it could be like. And so I'm like, yes. oh, okay, yeah, hopefully one day I'll be able to do that. But now I'm also kind of thinking it'd be kind of fun to do like a three day event with narrators. Oh my God, yes. You know, and some of the authors of, that work with these narrators kind of like doing a little either like a murder mystery or just for fun or just hanging out in different cars for different genres. So many options and possibilities. Here's the thing though, because I love the idea of like a murder mystery, which, um, okay, my family did this. You'll like this uh, over Christmas Eve. It was my family, my parents, my brother and I, and then uh, my cousins had come home and their parents got COVID. So they all drove together. They had no place to stay. So they came to our house Um so it was my, my family, my cousins and my boyfriend. And we like had this murder mystery, like kit in the basement that my mom and I had got on some black Friday sale on a whim. And so we did Italian murder mystery dinner party. And it was so much fun. It was a blast. Everybody like got, you know, pleasantly wine drunk and we all had costumes and stuff. we did screw up the ending like because it comes with like the little like the little cd that you play that's like you know track 15 the glue and so we went to the next track and it was like congratulations you have solved the mystery the killer is okay and all the names were food puns so the killer was Beaujolais (laughs) Beaujolais Pepe Roni I think was killed (laughs) you shouldn't have said that because now if anybody has that murder mystery kit if you have the Italian murder mystery party dinner kit i guess spoilers spoilers <laughs> spoilers behind like there, there's so many different ones and i think because i did one years ago uh also it was like a, a mystery dinner party and 
the one that we did with our friends was like a 1960s. Ours, the ones that I did was a, I think it was like the 1940s or something. And I'm literally looking at it right now. I have wine and murder, which will be the next time to figure out who I'm going to invite. So yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing though. We're all going to be really freaking good at it. Cause all we do is read. Like everybody's going to be able to like, you know, Oh no, boom. Like plot mapping. Like I know who it is. Yeah. But it'd be kind of cool to have, you know, we're, you know, playing along with an authors and narrators, but then also having some of the narrators do that monologue part of, and now they're entering, you know, <laughs> I would love to do some shit like that. Oh, yeah. in a heartbeat, almost mm-hmm. like TV or something. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's some fun yeah. ideas. We'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah. One of these days when we have our giant, like author narrator convention. Again, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Trucks parked outside. It'll happen. We'll yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll get there once we get back to quote unquote normal, um, and we don't have to worry about you know things like coughing and sneezing in public. Yeah. These <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm sure that it, it's part of the whole like wanting to hang. Out. I mean, I'm an introvert, but I social. I'm a social extrovert when I need to be. Um, mm-hmm. And there are certain individuals that I do miss hanging out with. Um, <laughs> Being a narrator is very lonely, right? I mean, you guys are only working with yourselves in the booth and different voices. I mean, yeah, it it is super weird. And it was not until I was a little deep into 2020, like maybe almost summer or fall of 2020. And I was still doing okay. Again, I lived alone. Um, you know, I, I worked from home anyway. And I was like, yep, I'm still doing okay. And it was like, oh, I'm handling this a little too well. Like I'm a little, right, a little too alone. So that was like kind of the social media thing and stuff. So I think we've all felt that to one degree or another because right, so many of us are introverts or, you know, have our little routines or even if we're not introverts, you know, we we go in our little closets or our booths and and shut ourselves up and just talk. So you know, to be completely candid, that's been a real struggle for me. As soon as I kind of noticed it, it was like, oh, oh dear. And so it's been, I don't know, kind of my little, what, pandemic resolution? I don't know. <laughs> like to find, to kind of reach out to people more and find more and find what else there is. Because I love, you know, I love my books. It's my favorite thing. I, I love stories, but you've got to pay attention, I don't know, to the real world and the real people too. So everybody in the community I've reached out to has been just outstanding. You know, here's my cell. Uh, I've had so many Skypes, Zooms, things like that. Um, kind of daily check-ins with a few other narrators that have been really, really helpful. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to like the conventions, the panels, the trips. They will come when they come. I'm not worried about that. Um, mm-hmm. well, some of them are starting up a little bit more now. There's a couple in the summer. There's actually one in Chicago. I'm wondering if you're, I know. I, did, did, did you, are you in that one? No, I'm going to a wedding, which is fine. I was oh. all excited. I know, I know. And I have a wedding back home for a friend. So it was like, oh, well, at least it's, you know, I don't know. I'm not getting a root canal or something, but that is true. Right. <laughs> So I guess I'm going to put that one in the back pocket for like the 2023 grand tour when I just go to every single con available with like, yeah. no, I'll take the trip. <laughs> It'll be great. 
Um, but that being said, if anybody is in Chicago or stops through Chicago or whatever, hit me up, send me an email, shoot me a text. I will, let's go get drinks. Like let's yeah. hang out. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll figure out when you're leaving for that wedding versus when I'm getting there for that event. We might, it may have be like a day overlap where we're in the same city in town for, for oh, a hot yeah. minute. Um, and see if we can hang up, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good community. I know even listeners and readers are, are doing little, you know, self-care zooms where we, you know, we connect with each other or like Friday cocktails and things like that. Authors are doing that too in their reader groups in some cases, and then inviting some of the narrators over or other co-authors and things like that. So there's been a lot of trying to reconnect with people, even though it's via social media. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to hop back on soon or kind of, you know, try to figure out a way to, to moderate myself, but to get back in. Cause yeah, the, I, I don't know. It, it is when it's at its best, it's a way to bring people together. And yeah, we only need more of that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, so I, there's a couple of ideas. I mean, we, I always tell people that are like a little weary about either starting or going back. I'm like, just make it once a week at the beginning and pick a day. That's not going to be too hectic for you kind of a thing. And just time yourself for the hour where you just give yourself an hour to just scroll, refollow accounts, connect with new people or whatever. And then when you're done, put it away when that one goes off. And then you can do it two times a day for 30 minutes each day, you know, and then so on and so forth where you're, and you can, nowadays you can schedule things out in advance. So you're spending less physical time at that moment in time, but you know, Mm. so yeah, there's different ways to do it. No, I like that too. And well, that's just another self-care thing. Yeah. Exactly. Cause I mean, some of those memes are pretty funny too. So. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's a one Instagram I follow. Oh Jesus. It's just called, actually, I don't know if it's still up. I should check. It's called noodle worship. And it's just pictures of different like noodles, different pasta dishes around the world. Oh my um, goodness. I know whatever, whatever feeds your soul. Right. For me, it's yeah. just hard. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting because there's been a few uh, with authors. So romance is usually written for women by women. Mm-hmm. But there also have been a few male narrators, a, f- a few male authors rather that have been very successful in mm-hmm. capturing romance and, and how to write the heroine in a way that's not unflattering or are you fucking kidding me yes. um but there's also some that i'm going mm, no honey no please don't oh my god i know it's yeah. like we all know those books like you come across like oh a man wrote this like yeah oh exactly there's been a couple of authors that are starting to have fun with it on on instagram and tiktok and they're making up these really weird like obvious no-nos um that they, <laughs> as, as writing men writing women and then now um it's it's uh rob Brickerman, uh, um, which I just talked oh, to him yeah. earlier today, he did one where it's the same author, but was looking for stock imaging sites because they're doing the book covers or helping the graphic artists find a photo for the book cover. Okay. And when you look up sexy men, <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. I- I'm putting this on my list again just so you know. <laughs> to look up later when I'm bored. Oh, yeah, I'll send you the link to that one because it was, it was, uh, she did like, hello and when it was the guy with the guitar i am here you know and then like i and there was one like a pirate drinking wine he goes you know why there's no whiskey it's because i drink wine <laughs> As oh i'm God, looking I at think- you very provocatively and sexually over the rim you know i can't wait for this okay yeah. do not forget to send this to me this is I gonna will- be like 
my yeah. fun thing to say. So that's the author's take on these things. Um, Rob did it where he did like voiceover over what these guys were thinking. And so yeah. there's just so much things. I mean, again, fun times on social media can be fun. <laughs> oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so I'll send you that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I don't know if I... You know, I know I've, that's the other problem with like this industry is you read so much and like so many names and covers and, yes. and work pass in front of your brain. So it'll be like, you know, what's the book with this and this and the cover looks like this and the author's name is, you know, Ashley. Oh no, it's Amanda or whatever. <laughs> so I know, you know, there's just so much and you do genuinely love them. I don't, I know that I've read good romance written by men, but I can't think of any. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a rarity to have men in general, write yeah. Romance. Um, I think it's now become one of those, like the, the, the unicorn, mm-hmm. um, and more men are going, I can write this both in a good way. And maybe in a, you know, attitude, yeah. no, like if, well, if girls can do it, so can I, exactly. uh, how hard is it to write romance? And I'm like, mm, well, it depends on what you're trying to write. Uh, right. and so it's a good thing. Uh, I think that we have a bit more of a variety and, different demographics because we all like different things. And that's one of the reasons why I love romance is because it being an umbrella term with all these subgenres underneath it, and then all the book tropes underneath that. And then like people like realize that they want to travel more because the book that they just finished reading, the heroine goes from the U S to France and finds a red door. Um, Or they realize that they want to try some cooking because the book included some recipes that the the hero is the baker, you know, and and stuff like that. Uh, It's can be really fun. And just finding out some of these things uh, it's really good, you know, great community. Um, and being able so to find that also that you may not have realized you have a kink. So yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah the romances that right. stayed with me the longest, the ones mm. that I love the most are, mm, well, both those, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're the ones where it'll be like, uh, I don't know what that old, like writing truism is what, like the specificity or the difference in the specificity or, or whatever where it's something just little maybe, right? Like um, she travels or there was one who was a Marine, the protagonist was a Marine biologist. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's really different. And then I went on like a little mini like Marine biology tangent for that week (laughs) or that month or whatever. And so those ones like stay with you. But yeah, then too, when you get something, and then I think this kind of goes back to the point of men writing romance, when you get something that's written very, Honestly, I think it's got to be honest. It's got to be like with a spirit of fun, even if it's, you know, dark, even if it's dubious consent, it's got to be, there has to be some joy in it or at least some, you know, kind of getting your money's worth. Um, And it has to be, you know, with a positive I guess that's the same thing with a positive affect or the hope of a positive affect. The ones that stick with you. Um, there was one I read and it was female, male. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always get this like dyslexic in my brain, male, female, female, male. It was a woman and two men. And it was so clear that the author had had this experience. The emotions were so it was not just for, you know, titillating for titillating sake, which oh, is yeah, great. Or shock you know? value too. Yeah. 
Exactly. It was like she she felt this. She had these conflicted, scary feelings and she found happiness. And it was like, oh, you know, that's not happened in my life. But I have had, you know, that kind of, I don't know, hill of, of you know, sexual shame and, and then eventually joy. It's definitely something that can be explored in things like that. And that genre with um, technically it's called, I think it's a reverse harem where it's one woman yes. and multiple men. And yeah. the differences in the order of the lettering is if swords are crossing or not. Oh my God. I did not know that. Yeah. So if it's MFM, okay. there are no swords crossing. It's all about her kind of a thing. And there's, you know, nothing is- in between the guys, but if it becomes yeah. an FMM, okay. there's going to be some sword crossing. And usually it's almost like a sub relationship with the two guys. Okay. I like to, how I just put, I tried to make it MMF. I tried to put the male first again with uh, the patriarchy comes in all these little ways you don't expect. Um, I never knew that. I feel so dumb for not knowing that, but that's no. the thing. No, it just, it's, remember it's, it's like with acronyms, sometimes people don't know what that, that stands for. There's some people that are like, oh, that that's an acronym. I thought that was actual word. And I'm like, no. Uh, <laughs> and it's, and maybe they were just trying to show you that it's uh, two guys and a girl. And so she's in the middle. Um, and then people, it, it just, again, it's conversations that we have with our fellow listeners and readers and, and, and you guys that were like, oh, that's what that meant. Got it. <laughs> and I love too, that when it's like, you know, it's her pleasure that's centered, like that's yes. in the middle. Yeah. Obviously, that way, but that's cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> we learned something today. It's nothing else. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's in those books. Um, I mean, I, well, with any book in which a narrator is either sole narrating the whole book, regardless of POV, or it's a dual narration. And so um, the female narrator is doing all the females POV and the, a male narrator is doing all the males POV. There is a lot of different characters and voices and tones that kind of go into this that you guys as narrators have to differentiate because otherwise we're going to get lost. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So (laughs) how do you go about deciding what these characters are going to sound like as far as, you know, both the girls and the ladies and, you know, any elf in there or something? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I pray for elves. I pray for. (laughs) Right. More of the weird stuff. What did I voice the other? It was like some like lizard mermaid monster thing. And that was really fun. And like, right. There's not enough of those. And also not enough write more Scottish characters. I love doing Scottish accents. Um, this is my, my uh, directive to all authors. Write more, more weird monsters and more Scottish people. Um, so- Hire Lauren to do them. <laughs> thank you, yes, please. Yeah, and then follow up to that once they've been written, uh, hit me up. Um, so for that, I mean, whether it's, you know, duet, dual, solo, what have you, the answer for me, and everybody's got their own process, but is always, um, you know, it comes down to two things. Again, you've got the text, the author's world that they, the playground they made for you, and then your own experiences out bumbling around in the real world. So I'm trying to think of any recent examples. So, you know, sometimes the clues are, are as obvious as, you know, he has a low gravelly voice and a Russian accent. It's like, okay, great. Like, check, check. We're good. But if it's just, you know, you, you don't get any notes about that sound, then you have to look to, well, what is the character 
doing? What are their actions saying? How are they interacting with each other, with the world around them? You know, if he's a, a really hurt, you know, standoffish brooding person, the case certainly can be made. You know, there are people out there who have been, you know, grossly emotionally wounded, but in an audio format, in a fictional, you know, narrative, is that character best going to be represented by like, you know, a, I don't know, Nathan Lane type voice? Probably not. So then it just kind of follows like, okay, if he's hurting inside, you know, a whole lot of deep, dark, repressed anguish, that's probably going to translate to his voice. And then, you know, I love the series too, where you get like family members or like generational, you know, and like friends and stuff, like kind of build the universe. Um, then it just comes down to Minutia. So, you know, he's of a slighter build. She's, you know, the party girl. She's probably got a raspier voice because she goes out a lot more. Um, <laughs> I did not think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I always love when that girl shows up. She's, <laughs> that is not me. And she's my favorite. Um, you know, if, if she's shy, is she trying to fight against that? Or is she leaning into her shyness? Is her voice smaller? Um, and then when you bring, you know, other narrators, collaborators into that, it's a whole lot of, you know, back and forth and sending little clips, you know, well, I think this guy from book one is going to, you know, basically sound the same as his brother from book two, but he's much stockier. So I'm going to make him a little bit deeper or, or this, that, or the other thing. That's one of the fun parts, you know, it's kind of all that prep work. Um, he's but then not as brooding. So his cadence is different. <laughs> exactly. And then cadence tempo, the way they, you know, if with all of the time in the world, I would love to, or I think we all would love to like go through and, you know, well, what speed does he speak at? And maybe does he, you know, say, does he really enunciate his words instead of, you know, kind of, is he a lazy, is he a closed mouth talker? Um, But yeah, beyond that, logistically, whole lot of sample pulling and labeling, like, okay, this is, you know, so-and-so on page, whatever. So you don't, (laughs) so people don't end up sounding the same. And sometimes they will, because you only have the one set of vocal cords, but, but I think, I think I can comfortably speak for a lot of narrators when I say we, we try and we have, or at least I do have really different pictures of the characters in my head. Um, And so if I can kind of picture them doing it, saying it, it, it becomes a lot easier to attach a sound to them that I can then you know, kind of cross-reference or cross those wires. Yeah. And it's a, sorry, go ahead. No, just, that's like one of the fun parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're discovering technically someone new, um, <laughs> the character and Please. getting to assign them different things based on their characters, or even sometimes when the author gives you more information as far as accent and, and he sounds like Nathan Lane, for an example. Small <laughs> um, like voices. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then they're like, gotcha, kidding. No. Um. (laughs) But it's because otherwise, I mean, you have completely free range, which is great. But at the same time, heaven forbid that in book two, that character comes back. And now, oh, I forgot to tell you, he's Irish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so when that happens, which, okay. So here's my other directive to authors. If they're from places and they like, there was one I had and it was like his mother was Moroccan or something. And his dad was German, but he grew up in, in Ireland or, or some, it was like the weirdest trifecta of countries. Damn. Right. And it was like, all right, I don't know what this guy's going to sound like, but we're just going to have him talk here. 
so anyway, if it's stuff like that, or like he's just straight up British or from Texas, or just let us know. Just yeah. drop a little, <laughs> just give a little hint, you know? Because then in book two, you kind of have to like backdoor, like slide into a little bit of an Irish accent or whatever. But that's what I tried. Like maybe if I if I do it subtly enough, no, no one will notice. <laughs> if I, if I not notice or notice, it will just be you know. Oh, he's always sounded like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, in a perfect world. Yeah. Well, I think the authors nowadays are that are more aware of. Hey, I really do want to make this into an audio. Mm-hmm. Are focusing on making sure things like that are said at the very beginning of a book. You know, as far as like that, maybe that's what caught her eye was his Irish accent uh, or somewhere they tell you in advance that it doesn't come out, especially to chapter 30. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, it's important, I think, to have those little conversations as well as having the conversation with your co-narrator that you are doing an accent, because that's the other thing, too. Sometimes I've had books where the female narrator does the accent, but the male narrator doesn't do the accent. And I'm like, but they're the same character. Right. What's going on, guys? I So I'm of two minds about that. Thing number one is like the best laid plans kind of thing. Like every once in a while in the grand scheme of life. And that doesn't make it okay, but like a ball gets dropped. But then I also kind of wonder, well, maybe, you know, if the heroine has, or if the, the male uh, hero has an accent or, you know, whoever, person A has an accent, and then you switch and then person B doesn't in the next chapter. Well, maybe person B isn't hearing it like to person or maybe person A doesn't hear their own accent, but person B does. Or <laughs> That's like my, you know, wayward justification. It, it's a reach, but it's a very good reach. And it's, and it's something too, because I've always said that how we sound mm-hmm. In our own ear versus when you hear me or someone else hears me, it's completely different. So when there's been books, especially when it comes down to siblings or the best friend group that now book one is about friend one, friend two is book two and so on and so forth. They're like, well, they don't sound exactly the same as they did in the previous. I'm like, well, that's because someone else is listening or someone else is talking and that perspective changes. So that has to be a little bit different, you know? So that's always been my, especially with those ones where it's like, oh, now it's her sister or whatever, like it's a different headspace. Like it technically is a different world because, you know, nobody sees things the same way, but yeah. But anyway, this is like, we're in like advanced, like the audiobook, like 500 level. (laughs) (laughs) Analysis of an audiobook. (laughs) Exactly. Have it on my desk. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You mentioned Scottish being a good accent that you love. Yeah. um to do but is that your favorite accent to perform god my okay my puppy just horked by the way i was gonna his- say that was a good sneeze puppy <laughs> oh my god he's got a uh, cactus toy that he's currently ripping the guts out of and i think oh. some fluff got in his nose anyway um <laughs> i love i love scottish and irish those ones are really fun for me i love Finnish and Nordic, which I do not get. I get to do those ones even less than the Scotch, Scots Irish. Um, I it was not a romance, but I did a book a few years ago, and like three of the main characters were Finns, and so I had to learn that whole deal, and that was super fun. Um, that one I love. Uh, Russian. I have a long history with Russian. 
I managed to convince one of the uh, RAs in college that I was a Russian exchange student. Just oh every time. It was like, that is the best thing I've ever done with my life, honestly. Like that, that was my magnum opus. I think, no, that's how it, it happened. Yeah, we had learned it in class. We had a dialect class. And so I just came home and was like dicking around with my, you know, roommates, housemates. Like, oh, hi, I'm, you know, da, da, da. And this poor sweet RA came in and was like, hey guys, I wanted to introduce myself, you know, since it's the beginning of the school year. And I just kept going for whatever. I, I thought he Duh. would know. Hi. Well, yeah, I, thought, I, I thought he would know it was fake. And he was like, oh, cool. Like, how long are you here? And it was like, like, oh shit, now I have to keep this up. Like, <laughs> just a few years. <laughs> And so it lasted, we just did it for a year, but then it became this like spy network in the dorm that was like, okay, so-and-so is on duty. Like, and I told him my name was Natasha, which like, come on. I was like, Natasha has to be in tonight. So-and-so is the all right. It's like, okay. Like, <laughs> thank you, comrade. <laughs> anyway, I like Russian. <laughs> I like doing though it's 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 like accents creature stuff anything weird you can do i think is actors kind of like yeah let's do the weird shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what about the opposite the most uh hardest or the one that you're like oh god no please that you have to perform sometimes the oh, that's a great question the british that are like okay no i'm gonna say two um boston or really like specific east coast because i am not an east coaster i'm a midwestern girl girl i can't even do my own accent um so east coast i have trouble with it it's doesn't you know it's like not where my ear is at home and then any of the british ones that are like really specific like i'm getting better like uh you know yorkshire as opposed to um uh the Cotswolds or wherever, like those really, really, really like winnowed down ones. Um, but I had a Yorkshire character last year, I think. So we're we're making progress on that. As far as the East Coast, I don't know. I'm just going to take a color tour or something <laughs> and bring a tape recorder. My uh, my best friend moved to Maine last year, and she like will send me these like stories actually it's super cool she works at a library in this little teeny weeny town in maine like right on the coast and she gets all of these characters in her library who are like from virgin river or wherever it's just like you know gilmore girls like the wackiest people so i think that's what i'll do that's going to be my research is i'm just going to go visit her. yeah hey product knowledge <laughs> Exactly. Expensive, <laughs> expensive trip for business purposes. Exactly. I had to do it. Yeah. Account, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why is this trip to Boston? Because there's a character that's a secondary character, but who knows? It's a series. They'll probably come up again as a main character in book because four. I'm committed to my craft. Okay. Yes. <laughs> now, the last thing I want is for someone to criticize me on my Boston accent sucking because I've never been. <laughs> Because it's not because I wanted to go to Salem. It's because I am a dedicated artiste. Thank yes. You. Mm-hmm. No further questions. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, as, a, as someone that tends to pick up accents rather quickly, I always mm-hmm. have to remind myself to turn it off when I'm hanging out with people. Because if I go to 
Texas, uh, all the family members, even though they were born and raised in Connecticut, moved to Texas, and now they all speak with a bit of a Southern twang. Um, mm-hmm. Or when I go to Savannah, Georgia, there is that. And so I just spend a day or two there and I'm already with that accent. And, and then, yeah, and then you can hear it and you're like, oh, God damn it, stop doing it. Yeah, because I don't, I never want to think that people that are, that are making fun of them or anything like that. But to this day, and it's been about 20 years since I went to Boston, the one word that is stuck with me that I, I have to kind of like purposely say it in advance. Oh my God. The right way is ka. I'm like, ah! I'm go to the car. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to the car. <laughs> and you just are like, good, feels weird. Yeah. Cause I'm like, but cause I get the funny looks now here in Florida in Orlando. I'm like, babe, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to the car. <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh, while you're out then, like, mm-hmm. so fancy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. There's, this is not, but isn't it so weird? Like how that can happen or like you go you know, not even to visit family or whoever you go to, you know, road trip and you can hear yourself doing it. Um, this is not the same thing, but uh, another one of my good friends grew up in West Michigan and that's where I went to school. Um, and he says, and I don't know why I'm friends with him. (laughs) He calls them bagels. (gasps) Oh, I know a bagel. Yeah, no, he's a bad person. Yeah, I don't know. Bagel and cream cheese. Bagel and cream cheese. Hmm. I hate it so much. And I've met other people from West Michigan who do the same bagel. Get out, get off the planet. (laughs) Bagel, people, bagel. Thank you. Like, it's not a cute word any way you swing it, but right, just do bagel like the rest of (laughs) us. He does it sometimes just to piss me off, though, I swear. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck off. Anyway, my pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short eight sound. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's, you know, when it comes, I mean, you do this for a living and I don't know if you listen, if you read your reviews and stuff like that, but there are people that are like now, especially with the way that the world works 50 years ago, even 30 or 20 years ago, if the accent wasn't spot on it was okay because how many of us have gone to yorkshire to know exactly what that sounds like or how many of us have bbc america right um but nowadays hmm they will tell you oh, <laughs> that is yeah. not a texan accent <laughs> boy how do you do they right yes it, that's another one it's it's such a fascinating industry too because like the more popular we get the more people and books and, and just kind of methods we add in more little like sub, I don't know, God, maybe we should start some kind of college degree. But anyway, um, (laughs) like, because we have globalization and we have more, you know, connection and, and social media and all this stuff, we've lost a lot of accents. People are starting, you know, it's sort of starting to average out, not completely, obviously there's, but like a lot of like, um, oh God, I don't know, like real deep, like, you know, see, again, I'm not a New Yorker, but like really, really like vintage, like New York, you don't hear so much anymore, but right. Then at the same time, because we have the ways of kind of fact checking and, and being there, you know, instantaneously. Oh yeah. Your girl from, you know, uh, mobile will know if that character is from Alabama or not. And the authors, authors in particular, and like respect to them for it. Because if I was going to write a book, 
you know, about my kind of heart and soul. I don't want somebody who doesn't know that place, who doesn't know that sound voicing it. And even how locals say certain words versus non-locals. Yep, for yep. like for street names and you know local stuff i mean we, even here in orlando there's some things that you can tell they're a local because of we don't you know we don't say the official name we just say something else instead uh well, I, like it's, yeah i don't know yeah <laughs> right of course not. yeah but no i totally know what you're saying like oh she's from she's not from here she called it des moines or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or louisville kentucky louisville louisville okay. i mean there's a postcard it has like 15 different pronunciations <laughs> you call it louisville? is that a thing some people do louisville i'm like i thought it was louisville all right mm. i literally got the postcard for that reason i'm like where should i be using it <laughs> I just always kind of assumed you swallow your tongue when you say that name. Just like, yeah, like cough or something. They won't get mad at you. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. We have a city here called Kissimmee and people are like, Kissimmee, Kissimmee, Kissimmee. Or even though I'm in Orlando, the city or the subsidy is Okoe. And it's like O-C-C-O-E. So it's like Okoe or Okoe. Hey, does Google Maps or whoever, does she just like play havoc with that name? I, oh, no, it's um, we have a, a city called Titusville. And um, mm-hmm. it's they, uh, the first time I saw it, I'm like, Titusville? What? Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. No, that is the name. You're, you're correct. That yes. is the name. So the that's like the says- running joke. I'm like, hey, look, Titusville. <laughs> oh, God. I want to go to there. <laughs> Whether you have them or not, plan to pass by Tittiesville. Everyone's <laughs> welcome in Tittiesville. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So true. Yeah. So it, it's important to kind of have that information as much as you can. Um, but even then, there's like, I, I would always go back to the source, in this case, usually the author, and like, how do you want to say them to say this? Because Google is giving me three different versions. <laughs> yep, yep. And then you've got ones that are like, I don't know, this is more like people names than place names. But you know, there's like, a Spanish version and a Greek version and a, mm. well, not Greek, but like, right, they there's like, three different ways you can say it with four different stresses. So like, please, please help me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think authors, you know, as audio becomes more and more, um, and again, God bless authors. I, I love to read. I have never, you know, for me, the magic is in, or what's interesting to me is standing those people up kind of like you've, you've, you've given me the lines. Now I can fill in the coloring book page. I just, it boggles me how they can even make the coloring book page, how you can make something out of nothing like that. Um, but right, the more audio becomes big and and the more kind of authors process and authors themselves are becoming, you know, popular in commodities, you get so many great guides and like character sheets and like, you know, oh, well, I think, you know, this uh, alien species or whatever, doesn't pronounce their K's, which was a note I got once. And that was super confusing, but (laughs) I did not know how to do that. I winged it. Um, But no, most authors, again, are really good about that kind of thing. Like it's Caroline, not Carolyn or whatever. Yeah. I think that there is a, so there's a production company that does books in Spanish. And I was talking to the owner as a friend of mine. And I'm like, do you guys get lists like 
information when it comes down to like pronunciations of like do it like a Cuban and eat the R. <laughs> oh, so interesting. Do it like the Puerto Ricans and add an S to everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What did he say? Um, she, she was hilarious. She's like, no, but I think I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because certain like, nationalities are known for things like that, you know? And so it's like, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know Have you ever seen the, I think it's BuzzFeed, a video mm-hmm. of, um, they blindfold these women and they're like comedians or something. They're hilarious. And then they have men speak to them in different Spanish accents. Oh yes. I've seen that one. Oh my God. I love that one. Like <laughs> Mr. Dominican. <laughs> <What else? laughs> That's so true. You can, uh, there's this one guy, I think he's like Mr. Mexico or something. And he just is talking about like, what do you have for lunch? Like, God, God bless you, sir. Like, yeah. Oh but it's also though, I think part of that too, was trying to figure out um, where they were from, but also they were the stuff that they were saying, they went like sex, they sexified it. And oh, yeah. it's one of those that they're literally talking about like food enchiladas and, and anything else like rice and beans, which does not sound any sexier when I'm talking it's in English, but when it's in Spanish, el arroz, el oh, los porotos, you know, and then, then you add that tone down and everything. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds hot. Literally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One of them is like, your body is like, uh huh. Is it your, I don't know. Your body was like, all I can think is pupusa. And like, that's hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, no, like that would be my attempt. Like, yeah. Body's like a pupusa. Like, okay. <laughs> just try again make a different choice yes yeah mm-hmm. my kindergarten teacher used to say mm-hmm. um make a different choice <laughs> but just maybe we can make a different choice um that's super interesting though and like yeah more power to them for doing that yeah it's it's a, the being being bilingual some of those trips you up to uncertain words because you're going wait a minute um oh yeah you know you're going hmm pronunciation okay got it okay how we're gonna do this <laughs> Uh, uh, wrong one yeah wrong one um or when your brain is saying oh you're talking in english and all of a sudden that one word comes up in spanish and you're going (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing i i don't remember what i was reading it was something about that though like if you're bilingual or trilingual kind of how that gets messed up in your brain yep up, but like all of a sudden your brain will jump tracks and you're just there like kind of stranded in the middle of Spanish trying to remember like you know what swimming pool is or whatever yes and then the same thing when you're sp- speaking in Spanish and then you that one word comes out like I for the life of me it's still it's like the word fence in Spanish is the one that I'm like so everything's in Spanish and then uh, describing the thing and then el fence <laughs> <laughs> and my mother's looking at me like Viviana Por favor, <laughs> please. Offense. Offense is killing. Yeah. I want that on a shirt. Yeah. Oh my God. El fence, either like el sandwich. Okay. It sounds really good though. Like, hey, confidence is key. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's always so cute when I, when we hear these books and we, we know the city or we know the name and how we're pronouncing it and stuff like that. Or also I've, there's been times where I, I will send the notes, either the messenger or even a textbook or whatever, even an email. I'm like, dude, that's not how we say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> so good. It's so hard. Cause I like, know. I know. I don't know if I've heard it as pertains to like, you know, anything I hold near and dear. Like, I don't have any, like, you know, Houston, Houston Street or like. You have bagel, bagel. 
Bagel isn't even an option. That's just like <laughs> nonsense. Bagel mm-hmm. out with that shit. Like, I'm gonna eat the beagle. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my god. Like you sound like an asshole. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. God. Uh but no, whenever you hear it, it is just a little bit of a like like yeah, not quite right. Yeah, it, it's it. You know, we all have our thing. We all have our pet peeves. We all have our things. I mean, there's been tw- two instances that I can recall, like the back of my hand, where the review would say they sound nothing like, and then one was Irish and one was British. And the Irish one, he's actually from Ireland, and the British one is actually from London. And yeah. it was a basic London accent, and like they sound nothing. I'm like, dude, if you only knew, you did not do, you did not Google these narrators, did you? <laughs> So it, it happens, you know, all the damn time. You right. know, so. And that's specific, like, there's 8 billion people on the planet. Like, I've read bad reviews of, um, like, you know, Jane Entwistle and, like, uh, who does Outlander? Oh, my God. Deborah got, Deborah. Diana. Diana. Uh, I, forget, I can butcher her last name. But yes. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, you're never going to make everybody happy. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> usually make like because some people are assholes so usually the ones who aren't assholes Mm -hmm. (laughs) they they will be happy but um yeah I don't know we're all just trying our best out here we're trying to write good books we're trying to read good books the puppy is trying to get his squeaker out of his toy we're all trying (laughs) oh it's not going to squeak anymore if you do that bud but I don't know what it is with dogs that's the that's the objective The, the assignment is (laughs) <laughs> remove the squeaker from the stuffed animal but you understood and, the assignment but yes did you have to <laughs> absolutely even though the the it was more expensive because it said unbreakable and that oh. no dog including uh you know like a husky or a german shepherd and i'm giving it to my chihuahua could break yeah. this toy and he's looking at me like yeah, yeah i did <laughs> shit. complete horse shit i absolutely. gave He's, he's a puppy. He's teething. And so I gave him like the right indestructible, you know, Teflon toy or whatever. Yeah, he probably said, hold my beer. <laughs> no, completely. I shit you not. Five minutes later, I came back. The poor thing was missing an eye. And like, he's sitting there like, look what I did. I wrecked him. Like, yeah. great. Good. Yeah. Mine, the, my, the, the youngest one is a chihuahua mix or something. And um, he loves to have those toys that you put in a bigger toy. It's almost like a digging kind of a thing that they have to find it and excavate it out. <laughs> and so it usually comes with four or five different other stuffed animals. So the, the outside may look like a popcorn holder. And then on the insides, there's like two holes and there's a bunch of little popcorns in it. Um, same thing with like a milk jug. There were cookies, all that fun stuff. And we go through those shit you not monthly because he oh you know God. devours them. Uh, kills them off. I mean, there was one with unicorns and he ate the horn. I'm like, why are you eating the horn? Don't. <laughs> now <laughs> it's just the horse. <laughs> but I don't know if like your dogs do this, but do your dogs somehow know to go for like the most inappropriate part or like, right, the part that doesn't make it what it is anymore? Yeah. <laughs> they ate it. Right. He ate all the, uh, the leaves, like the, I don't know, arms or whatever off the, uh, the cactus toys. So now it just kind of looks like a green kind of bang in a pot like yep that he ate the butt off of his um he has this big stuffed doggy that was like his baby toy and we call it big buddy and so now big buddy doesn't have a tail and gino just sits there and chews on his butt 
Like, right. It's like, I'm glad you're happy, like explore your whatever, but mm-hmm. you've, look, you've ruined big buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it, yeah. They, they're hilarious. And then after the toys themselves don't know, no longer have the squeaky. Um, then he'll also start at the actual outside part and it, to the point where it just becomes a rag. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this weird, like sock puppet thing. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, ah, time to get a new toy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this is about. Maybe it's just a ploy to like, I want new toys. Yeah. I, I think it's one of those where, you know, it's like, hold my beer is part of it. It's the, how much um, can I beer. do this to annoy my parents and get in trouble and see if I can actually swallow the squeaky. So when I go, ha ha, <laughs> instead of barking <laughs> or when you fart, you go, ha. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to encourage it at that point. Like that would <laughs> make my day oh god if it was safe for them to do it yes but i'm like no mm, probably not because then coming out it's gonna be a little harder they have to do surgery and stuff like right that, and but. that's like when you look at them and they just mm-hmm. do the swallow and you know you know like something just went down that should not have yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah all the stories i've seen out there as people the dogs have eaten the the ipods the 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 airpods and stuff like that and so they're like where's the other one and they put it on loud and then they hear the dog and the jamming you know like oh you ate it asshole okay got it um not great but also i do have a level of respect for that like shit you committed you really did (laughs) yeah i'm like you saw it you checked it out because i know how they do it They, they look at it they look at it again uh-huh. And then they kind of paw at it to make sure that it's a, a dead thing and not a live one. And then they start nibbling on it just to see. And they're like, fuck it. I'm just going to have it all. <laughs> like, yep. Oh. oh, here we go. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nope. It's quite all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always so funny. Those videos sometimes where the you see the dogs doing stuff and then the there's a voiceover of and someone having these way too much fun with the audio potential of what they could be saying or doing yeah. um but yeah those are some of the things that i'm like oh yeah and when you guys start doing some of that stuff it's always fun <laughs> as I well do, i always love to ask people like if your pets could talk like what do their voices sound like oh yeah um, i did do you like, yeah well i haven't landed on his yet because it's like such a personal i all of my other friends pets have voices like i'm very comfortable you know finding other like inserting my nose where it doesn't belong but I haven't landed on Gino's yet um what was he named after oh that's a great question (laughs) so if you uh I have this I have a blog on my website by the way uh and this story is there too so um I struggled for the longest time about what to name him because it's a big thing and you know words and names are important to me uh, and originally I was going to call him Dennis, A, because I think it's funny when dogs have people names and like, <laughs> Dennis, right? it's the like most like accountanty name. And then um, also my boyfriend's uncle is named Dennis. So it would have pissed him off. So that was great too. Uh, and then he, you know, I'm Italian. So I think my boyfriend said, what about Gino? And I started hysterically laughing because, and this is real, and I hope I don't get sued. There is a real estate agent in my hometown. And I'm like, it's a small town. My dad went to high school with the guy and his name, his honest to God name is Gino Baldino. And my mom, like whenever we would drive by his sign, you know, and it was up in a lot or whatever, she'd go, oh, Gino Baldino. And like, say, I can hear her doing it in my brain. 
So he said, what about Gino? And my brain went, Gino Baldino. And so that is the dog's name, Gino Baldino. He's named after a real estate agent with the most ridiculous name I've ever heard. So That's does my- he have like that bit of that Italian accent, maybe from... Oh, you know, yeah. you know, I actually hadn't considered that. He looks like a Gino for sure. Like that very like luxurious black hair and the mustache. Yeah, because you oh. can go the, the, you can do the more like mobster, like Gino, where you been? And, you know, where you going? <laughs> oh, I think I like that. Because the other thing is he's, he's going to be a small dog anyway. He's a Havanese. So he's going to be like absolutely not a tough boy gangster, which means that is what his voice like. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <No Baldino>. uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I pulled the squeaker out of my toy's butt. Like, yeah. Oh, Don't make me do this to you. <laughs> oh, I love this. this is going to be fun. Bud, bud. What is your voice? Yeah. My, my favorite one ever. My uh, friend had this little bunny rabbit. He was a little black and white bunny and his name was Phil. I was like, if Phil could talk, what would he sound like? And like out of like nowhere, she had this ready and in her brain, she goes, mommy, like Phil sounds <laughs> like, like a demon. And yeah. he was so tiny. It was, I'm so cute, but I'm not. <laughs> it was perfect. I had so much respect for that. Yeah. It, but, it's, but it's true. A lot of pet owners do that. I had, um, it was a Chihuahua Corgi mix. And his name was Bailey, but he was very regal. And so for me, he always sounded more like had that bit of that formal British accent and everything was like, mommy, darling, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. Even how he, he would sit up, it was very much like shoulders back, you know, back straight, posture. You know, chin, posture. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and even when he would lay down, he would have the, um, the, the feet in the front crossed over very elegant yes. um yeah mocha was a bit wild so i always kind of thought about one of those um Atlanta, georgia debutants but was also the one that was running around barefoot in the backyard oh yeah yeah like that um and then nico i uh, got his name from a book that was laura adrian it was the midnight hunters and their vampires but this one was yeah. was uh he was russian and he likes to make things go boom and <laughs> That was that was his role. He was he was all the explosive guy, and because pit you know pit bulls and pit mixes have such a bad rap, yeah, um, that they're always this hostile thing. But even the character was very nice, lovey dovey, and stuff like that. So I'm like Nico, you make things go boom. That's so <laughs> cute. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, and then I have Art um, Raven, who is like quote the Raven for Nevermore. <laughs> good, good. Yep. Absolutely yeah. not. Put up yeah. your and then and then the last one was Atticus. The, that one took me like three weeks to name him. Oh, what kind of dog is he? It's Chihuahua something. Oh, I love Chihuahua mixes. Yeah. He's a you really cutie patootie. You can mix them with anything. And it comes yeah. Up. Yeah. And, and he, he's the one that um, when he starts to cough because he drinks water too much fa- fast, he sounds like a goose. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, uh, dog sat for my neighbor this weekend and he's a Bichon with anxiety and he's oh my god it oh lordy he's such a special boy i've never seen one that looks like him he's got this big round head that looks like a like a perfect sphere and he's just so nerd like he follows you everywhere and if he hears like even the tiniest little freaking noise he has this old man like (laughs) bark it's so cute yeah you know gino does not talk much yet but He's going to be talking a lot more now that uh, he has a voice. I can't wait to annoy everyone with this. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> minds are usually quiet unless they hear a noise or they think they hear a noise or there's a doorbell that goes off on the TV screen instead of mine. But yes. yeah, we're working on training for stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's our goal. That's yeah. what we're working towards. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Fun times. But I mean, they all have their different personalities. And so that's where the voices come into play. <laughs> oh my God. And then you make them talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Especially if the dogs have those eyebrows where that you can tell their eyebrows and they're moving up and fat. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it you becomes even additional, like, add-on plus. But it's the same thing Have with the characters, that? you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, right, they just become, like, like secondary players or, like, your own personal sitcom. Um, Absolutely. Like... Uh, when they have light-colored dogs and they, like, draw their eyebrows on with, like, oh mascara God. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Gino, Gino is all black, so I have to find, I don't know, like, like some a white, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like some kind of, I don't know, grease paint or something. Yeah. <laughs> Poor dog. Oh, if we see that yeah. on Instagram, be like, Lauren, stop messing with your dog. Mm-hmm. I already got yelled at him yesterday because I put my bra on his head. It's, it's <laughs> he, he lives a very happy life. <laughs> He's not tortured at all. dogs to Tittiesville with their bras oh. on. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Tittiesville. <laughs> I want to go over there. Yeah, come, come visit me. We'll go to Tittiesville. <laughs> Tittiesville. It's always what 12 o'clock, so I don't know what, time uh, yeah, it takes to be. <laughs> yeah, where things are always perky and fun. <laughs> oh, good, hell yeah, yeah, what are you mm-hmm. township of Tittiesville. Yeah, <laughs> hi, you are so much fun and funny. Is Ooh. there a particular character that you like to play in, then, as far as the, the, the heroine or the characters in general? Because you've done so many different genres. Yeah. You know, that's a great question. I like, I like the best friend. I I like, you know, the woman who's like savvy, smart, sees through the bullshit, but I like the kind of like coming of age, like realizing what love is type things. The ones that are maybe a little bit more naive because the journey is I don't know. I, I like that arc. There's like such a distinct change from beginning to middle to end. Um, that's fun for me to play. Mm-hmm. And then the weird Yeah. But I also think you may like the snarky, sarcastic one too. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it's fun too to have that juxtaposition of like the really like innocent girl and a friend who, you know, not always, but a lot of the times it's like, right, get your shit together, Carol. Like, you know, wake the fuck up. I don't know. She's like you don't say really <laughs> she's a good person to have even when she's you know just in the book like hello we all see it but you um, <laughs> but for the interior journey I, I think I like yeah kind of you know holds people at arm's length or like is a little more shy or reserved or whatever because I don't know, playing it from a place of vulnerability is interesting. Yeah, because there's also so many different other stuff going on in their heads and in their inner circles and stuff like that and how they have to overcome it. Yeah, it's so so fun. That's definitely a a good character to read as well for me. Is there a genre that you have yet to narrate that you want to? Oh, my God. (sighs) Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which one is it? (laughs) So within romance? No, it doesn't matter. 
I mean, people, I know sometimes people get stuck in the romance genre and then that, that's all they do, but it's a free world. So you can give me whatever you want. Oh God. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have everything I want then. I'm going to do this two ways. So within romance, I would like to try more long form, like full length, you know, breadth, depth, width, <laughs> romance. You know? That's what like, she said. Um, <laughs> full saga type stuff where you can really, really meet the people. Um, I also have had on my list, um, I would love to do an Amish romance just cause I don't know. I think they're so funny and fun, like, you know, plain love or whatever. They just- Fade to black. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. They just tickle me, like they're funny. Um, outside of romance, I love doing like lit fic um, and women's lit. Um, like really kind of, I don't know, wordy, you know, a lot of like metaphor and symbolism and, and kind of dense stuff because there's so much, you know, it's, it's like a puzzle. There's so much to untangle there, but I mean, I feel like this is true for everybody. I will read anything. If it sits still long enough, you just have to find the right connection, like with the right writing style or the right book or whatever. Um, you know, I'll do more sci-fi. I'll do more, more non-fic um, if it's interesting and it speaks to me. But I, I think I would be happy with more romance, honestly, in my life. Because that's the other thing is romance. I don't know. It, I understand this a little more as I get older and as we've had two years of just really sad and awful bullshit. It, it just makes you feel good. It's just, it's rare that you are, you know, maybe, I don't know, upset when you're reading romance or thinking about romance or whatever. The stakes, it's got, it's got everything you want. The stakes are high. Uh, you know, the characters have real choices. You know, the whole story arc is there. Um, so I like doing it, but yeah, too, I, I don't know. I just love literature. I love words, books. <laughs> long answer again yeah no but it's it's i think that that's another reason why people really do love the romance genre is because again it goes back to it being an umbrella term and then you have this facet of options underneath it and yeah. you if you want your contemporary and you want more real life stuff there you go if you want more sci-fi there is you know a, the fantasy oh. of romance and even sci-fi romance and then if you want the the vampires where was shifters oh my they have those too um do you want some dubious consents there you go. And then there's BDSM and kink and all this other fun stuff. Multiples. Yes, please. In Let various ways. <laughs> historical. I don't know yes. if that's historical. Oh. Yeah, lock me in for that. That's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the historical ones. And there's, again, it goes back to technically 1980 now is considered historical. But what? I know. <laughs> I know. So when I heard that, I went, what? No. Like that at all? Who came up with that bullshit? Uh, yeah, uh, it's just the whole thing when they when they came up with a genre like of new adults. I'm oh, like, yeah. wait, I thought it was just adults. What are we gonna do? Vintage yeah. and antique adults next for <laughs> <laughs> antique adult? Oh my god! Yeah. You know? Well, you have new adults, and then what? What's what about the ones that come right afterwards? Like, are we like then vintage, and then we have the antiques over there? Like a barrel aged adults, like yes. you know, yeah. like online age. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, I can't wait for those to come out. I know. (laughs) 
every okay, couple so, of years a new a new genre gets in, invented and then they bust it out with new adults and i'm like uh explain yeah that's when they're like well that's because they're like early on adults you're still like 1925 i'm like dude i i was like 19 in a full-fledged adult full-time job out of high school come on <laughs> It's like, I get what the attempt is, but I think it falls under that camp of let people like what they like. Let people read what they read. Yeah. And, the, and that's what they need of labeling everything too. I'm like, and we don't need yeah. to just say, you know, characters are in that young twenties, you know, I'm like, right. it doesn't need a box. Just, yeah. just have it. Yeah. Especially when they're like, oh, they're an intern. I'm like, last I checked in my internships, they, nobody looked that good. Nobody was that rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No. Okay. That is what I would like to read. Like a very like bare bones, new adult, like, you know, I work two jobs. Like I have an internship. It does not pay me. I, My car is a piece of shit. <laughs> I drive for Uber. Yeah. Oh, God. And at night I'm a dash delivery. Yeah, <laughs> so, and that's how I meet the hero. <laughs> oh my God. And it would be called post soulmate. <laughs> oh my God. I would say there was nothing really cute that could be done with Grubhub. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Sponsored by. Yeah, exactly. DoorDash, not only delivering the yummies, but also the goodies. (laughs) Hello. Oh, God. Say, I would use it a lot more if that were the case. (laughs) Right. Shoot. Oh, Oh, goodness. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, this is too much fun. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm having a really good time if you couldn't tell. <laughs> good. So am I. So am I. I know that you've been working nonstop for, I mean, you you have close to 300 books at this point, according to Audible, which I'm sure it's more that have yet to be published. Um, when you're not working, what do you do for fun? Oh, mostly lay around and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love to, to be outside. Um, I like to hike and camp and all those kinds of things. Um, I have my little dog. We like to do stuff together. I love museums, art, theater, stuff like that, you Mm -hmm. know, nerdy type things. Um, I have decided to try powerlifting. Mm -hmm. Do not follow me on my journey. Do not check in with me because (laughs) I have decided to try it and made, made no steps other than that. But like, my bones are old and and I've sat too much during this pandemic. So like, that's, that's what we're going to try to put into practice here. Cause you know, power, power lifting, like strong women, let's go. Yeah. I will send you the link to my trainer that I use that is all about just movement and it's okay to eat that pizza slice or two or bagel um yeah as as long as you're moving and it's okay to have an off day you don't need to work out seven days a week you don't need to work out five days a week either so she's really awesome and uh, this person sounds like reasonable sensible well it's it's all about the do what you can with what you have and if your goal is to improve yourself the moment that you no longer hurt a wrist because you're doing a plank um <laughs> or you can hold the plank for two seconds versus the one that you did last week that's that's awesome oh that's you know? really cool yeah it's it's all about that positivity and what i love about her is that she also shows you the moderations um or, or modifications so for an example if she's doing jumping jacks i do not do jumping jacks sorry nope <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not. No, the babies and the ladies. No, thank you. Um, it's just not something that's fun for me. But she has shown different ways of doing the exact same concepts and you're getting the exact same workout as the one that's doing the jumping jacks but you're doing it the way that you want to do it and the same thing with squats and stuff like that so depending on where your activity level is great well and I'm sure too like my knee is depending on you know what it feels like doing that day like I have a bum knee so yeah yeah, some of the squats and shit are not gonna be Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Like I'm not doing uh, push-ups. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. not absolutely not. But she'll give you stuff like a plank instead to hold or up against the door in the wall. Totally can do that. You yeah. know? And I'm like, oh, I'm killing it after I'm going, this is getting harder, but I'm doing it, but yeah. I'm doing it up against the wall versus on the floor, you know? whatever works. I'm still working out the exact same muscles. <laughs> as long as there, it's like forward momentum that you can be yeah, proud of. Exactly. That's and that's what I love about her. She is all about positivity and, and it, and having our self care. And, but knowing that if you're having an off day, it's okay not to do class. And it's, so you don't have to do it. Also working out for an hour, a 30 minute, three times a week is fine. Thank you. God. You know? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. So I'll send you that stuff so you can check her out. She's super cool. Um, yeah, it's really fun. But again, you know, it's, we all have, but the power lifting, um, that I do want to see if you end up doing it, even if you just look at the, uh, whatever it is that you're power lifting and just, just to get that reaction, you know, I will like, <laughs> you, I don't know, I'll keep you abreast of my progress <laughs> such as it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I was kind of, it's something that's a little bit more of a challenge. It's something that you can like never quite do perfectly or or rather you're always trying to like improve which interests me so yeah yeah I would say check watch this space for updates check back in yeah (laughs) we'll we'll let you know about our 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 train trips and um and our you know trip to Tittiesville and her powerlifting stuff yeah train Beautiful, what a yeah. beautiful going on a business train. <laughs> going to Titties <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Here's a good one. Um, what's your favorite holiday and why? Ooh, 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 ooh. Um I okay, Christmas doesn't count because everybody likes Christmas, or for the most part, you know, Christmas is like its own thing. Halloween. So yeah, love the spooky. Um, I love all the, you know, basic fall shit. Um, I look good in sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> I love, uh, you know, like weird costumes, fun costumes. There's a dog costume parade in my neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know. All, all parts and parcel of like the month of September, October. Um, close runner up probably 4th of July for the same reasons. Like I like hamburgers. I like boating. I like, you know, fireworks. Like everybody likes, you know, drinking beers in, in beach chairs with their friends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then the doggy can have a nice, you know, stars and stripes kind of a thing. (laughs) I am so right, exactly. And I, any excuse, I guess my favorite holiday is one that comes with a matching outfit for my dog. <laughs> it's my favorite holiday. He's Just listening like to us saying, What the fuck? Really? <laughs> I'm leaving and I'm never coming back. Goodbye. Yeah. 
<laughs> Total O. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bamfanguli, what you do? No. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, he absolutely swears in Italian. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. Seriously, I don't want to wear that. Yeah. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> God. Oh, so true. <laughs> what do you mean? No, don't be stupid. I want to put the taco on. Yeah. You look really fucking cute. Put the taco on. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're afraid it's sound of Velcro. This is not about you. Yeah. You're going to wear the headless holsterman, you know, outfit for Halloween this year. Right. When I, when I make that for this Halloween, uh, I, you will be the first person getting a photo. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> it's the least I can do. Yes, of course. Yes. And the, and the dog's probably giving me the stink eye too in the photo. Like, fuck you. <laughs> tiny, adorable middle finger. Yes. Yeah. My little paw there. Poof. <laughs> this is what I think of you. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Now I can totally see you busting out a move and singing at the top of your lungs at a grocery aisle when your favorite song comes up. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. So what is that song though? Oh, damn. That's a good one. Like, what is my karaoke song? type thing well you know sometimes it's not even a character like what no matter where you're at whether i mean not not so much like barnes and nobles or anything but like at the stores <laughs> or like Target, you know or even in, in your you know if you're on the bus or in the in the the l or whatever and that song comes up and you're like yeah it's my jam and you know my milkshake takes no i'm just kidding <laughs> i mean sure that one i i do love any like trash pop um like, you know, Jojo, Britney, any of that is good time. But maybe like if I hear it and I, I automatically start singing without thinking about it, Whitney, like, how will I know? Um, I want to dance with somebody like I will always love you. Uh, I actually really love to do. I will always love you because nobody does it well. Yeah. Like <laughs> the only one who can do it well. So, it just, you know, and I, like, yes. <laughs> So that's always fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> Again, annoy the people around you. Yeah. Just have your dog bark that part. And <laughs> you now he is looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, no. Whitney. No. <laughs> Whitney's always a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a queen. Yeah. Is that also your karaoke song or do you have a different karaoke song? You know, I have never done karaoke. Really? I'm oh my neither, god! Thank but you. I've been I thought I was the only one. No, me neither. I mean, I've seen it in the movies, and I know what songs I would pick and stuff like that. And but it's never been a thing where I was growing up, and it was you know. And now, obviously, pandemic. But it's like, no, I need to get together. Like next time, there's a book con, and you're gonna be there. I'm gonna find the fucking karaoke bar. Well, let's do it, right? Because we're exactly- gonna take a group of people. We're gonna we're going karaoke. Let's go. Right, let's just fucking find one, right? Because yeah. there's never been an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, do it. Okay, so what would your song or songs be? Oh, mm. I like like the fun 60s stuff, you know, oh, sometimes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But stop, you know, especially now that TikTok is booming with some of these that are like, oh, these are chicory songs. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Those, those are like the ones that I grew up listening to from the 60s because my yeah. mother knew their songs and we were in the classic yeah. 80s station, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. No, that's really because those are not like... Like you can do those and sound reasonable when you sing them. Yes. Like that's yeah. not, see, my bag is always like, no, I'm going to go full on. My heart will go on and you all have to listen while I turn this into like a five minute you know, <laughs> private concert or whatever. Yeah. Well, we'll do Bohemian Rhapsody with a bunch of us together though. So oh, that'd be 
cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, queen. Any queen. Maybe yeah. not any queen. But... <laughs> <laughs> not that queen, darling. The other queen. <laughs> um, queen. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. Is that you know, yeah. Narrators and authors and readers are um at this <laughs> bar. Someone <laughs> help. Yeah. <laughs> Call somebody. <laughs> The, the police were called thinking that someone needed to be rescued. <laughs> right. It was the narrators. The from narrators the singing the Whitney song. <laughs> All right, everyone. This is Whitney's Greatest Hits, volume one. Strap in. Like, all night long. Is that, that's not Whitney. No, Who no, that? no. That's... <laughs> what am I doing? Wrong. Oh, I... oh yeah, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> well at least we know what we're doing next time we go on vacations and stuff like that and we get together right? with you know listeners and readers <laughs> oh yeah yeah anybody who listens to this and wants to come <laughs> to karaoke with us drop your song in the comments yeah because <laughs> that way we won't take each other's songs well, the other reason too, I've been asking about that favorite song that you have to sing to is because I'm expecting it that when we're hanging out at a convention I will mm-hmm. pop that sucker out on my phone Shit. And I'm expecting it for you to just start <laughs> bust a move. Oh, it'll pop. Fuck. God damn it. Okay. Uh, you. Because I, because like when I hear like, how will I know? Like, you know, in the grocery store or whatever, I just start kind of going, how will I know? Like usually the, uh, the chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's get there. <laughs> and everybody will be like, oh, Lara Viv goes again. Who? Uh, uh, Whitney? Oh, okay. So that's either Lauren or someone else. Because I think it was like, You're just going to have like a playlist called like Achilles Heels or something. Yeah, but I will make an entire game of it for Ooh. the events where I'm like, once you hear the song, if you listen to the podcast, you will now know who that narrator is. Fill in the blanks. Damn. No, I want, it's going to be like narrator bingo or something. Yes. God, this is just going to be like, it will be a con, but it's just going to be like a really harebrained like sleepover. Yeah. (laughs) This whole idea. Well, I mean, we've seen those. I mean, have you ever, you've been to signings before, right? In conventions or no? I've been to, oh God, book, not book con, book con, book expo. Mm-hmm. That was in New York. Yeah, but, but that's book Exmo. Yeah, none of the smaller ones. Yeah. So at the book con, especially the ones that are for romance, which I've gone to, some of the, a couple of the authors will get together and do some giveaways. And then they're based off of um, bingo questions and stuff like that or fill in the blank. If there is an, an event, sometimes like the what the one uh, thousand and one dark nights will have the little cocktail tables at a, one of the rooms, and that's their events. And you have to like ask the question of like the, of a character and then the author gives you the answer and then you're filling in the blanks and whoever gets it first and gets them all right, gets the grand prize and so, things like that. So yeah. So why not have the, when you hear this song, who's the narrator singing it? How will I know if he really loves you? <laughs> <laughs> like following the narrators around like, are they okay? Yeah. She started singing. Like we can drop her now. Like, yeah. <laughs> on, find a new one. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay. You hit me at a lower. <laughs> I'm going to freaking see you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be cool. I'm into it. Yeah. I'll send you a list of the upcoming events. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Okay, so before we go, because I've kept you for way too long. Um, oh, no. 
why don't you tell us what you're currently working on and uh, what's coming up next for you that you can share? Thank you. Um, hmm, okay. I don't know if I can share this. I will tell you that I'm working on a mafia romance series. Um, it's the Russian Bratva and the Italian. I don't think the Italian mafia has a name. They no, don't. It's just the Italian mafia. Yeah. They're just, they're just the mob. Um, so I'm working on that right now. I, I actually can't speak to it. The title's embargoed. I'm going to play it safe and say that it is. Um, I've got that going on. Uh, and then I also have a fun title coming up uh, called The Bartender's Cure, which is uh, kind of like if you read Sweet Bitter or saw that TV series, it's like um, she's a young 20 something with an English degree. She picks up a jars job as a bartender. And it's all this like bartending lore mixed with romance and her personal life. And there's like a lot of like cocktail recipes and trivia and stuff. Um, nice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that one. I've been prepping it a little, um, haven't started recording yet, but, but uh, what I am recording right now is um, Russian, which is, <laughs> which is, you know, I like to do. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. We know that you like to do the Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play in Russian accent. Uh, make fun. Poor, poor college boy. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry to that man. <laughs> Was worth it, to be honest. Yes. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a good week over here. Mm-hmm. Good. In Tittiesville. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness. Anything else that you can share? You're good there. <laughs> uh, oh God. Um, oh gee. It's okay. And like I said, I stuff, think- most of the stuff you guys can share anyways, but it's always good to know there's going to be a mobster. There's going to be a Russian dude. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> mobster, Russian dude. Um, there's, uh, oh frick. What is her name? See, this is what happens. Uh, there's a really cute little, very short kind of like one shoddy um, small town romance, um, a little bit, a little bit dirty. Um, and I don't remember the author's name off the top of my head, but that one was really cute. I liked that one a lot. And yeah, most of the other stuff is kind of like the kibosh on right now. Um, but that being said, if I don't know anybody wants to reach out or like wants to hear my Irish or Scottish. I love listeners. I love narrators. I love authors. I love books. So like reach out, let's have some fun. Yeah, definitely. No, you are definitely on my list of when I get the question from the authors of like, so listen, I'm looking for an accent or a word in that, you know, female narrator that can do this and that. I'm like, that's Lauren. Just, just Thank Lauren. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's one of my favorite things. Like making author connections. Cause again, I, I can't do that to, to create something like that. That's not my, my skill. So I think it's so, so cool. And then they're usually just like the nicest people to boot. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good way to, to network and things like that. And also just to nice people all around. So you're good. Right. And then yeah. we can take them all to karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. So usually I ask this question before, but um, I got ahead of myself, but I do want to know yeah. what is your favorite word? Not your curse word. Cause that's different. That's the second part of this. That's a fantastic question. <laughs> oh my God. Charcuterie. Oh, nice. It, it has the word cute in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got too many syllables. 
And it's charcuterie. Like yeah. you can say sexy, you can say it like charcuterie. Like you can say it charcuterie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> okay. And then what is your favorite curse word? Oh, shit. Because I've heard of plethora right now. So I'm going, yeah. hmm, I don't know what's your favorite. Especially <laughs> like... I mean, fuck is like, fuck is like Christmas. Like fuck is in a different category. Yeah. For me, it's probably shit. Um, the, again, the mileage of the sounds in that word, you can make it like five syllables. You can make it one little, you know, you can do it under your breath. You, it, sometimes it's a, you know, shit, like, oh my God. <laughs> so I, I think uh, shit and charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> shit and charcuterie. Yes. Uh- <laughs> Nothing left in this world. Yeah. Ah, that's a such a good question. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I come with those often. Um, <laughs> so so good. Yeah. No. It's it's it's. I, I always find it fascinating because there's so many words out there, and then it, there's so many different reasons why a word can be your favorite, and so that's also part of it that I love having to kind of get to know you guys better that way. Yeah. And there's been such a, a variety of words when it came, comes down to you guys and even the authors too, that are, that are writing the words. And share uh, one yeah, of, one of the more unexpected ones, like, has anybody ever picked, like, I don't know, like guano or something? No. Um, I think horseshit was one of the ones that was a little bit more oh. or some that were in the native tongue of a grandmother that was like, oh. Portuguese or you know they're from Poland and things like that so it's one of those more of a cultural lang- language stuff that's a very curse word and they didn't realize that that's what they were saying until they got older <laughs> that was always a fun that's a fun story too on top of that um but I had one <laughs> but I had one narrator that's like oh I don't know if I have a favorite I'm going um you could always just say your wife's name <laughs> Oh yeah, doy. Yeah, and then he's like, "Yeah, my favorite word is my wife's name." <laughs> you know what? You, you, we'll work on the presentation later. The salesmanship, you got yeah. it out there. Mm-hmm. The yeah, yeah. I, I'm the enabler, and I'm the girl that's gonna always help you out. So we're good. Um, <laughs> good one. Yeah, that's like yeah. a no fail. Yes, exactly. You know, don't have a significant other. Name your pet. Uh, <laughs> You know, or a sibling or something that you just love, you know, messing with or whatever. So right. there's well, lots of options. Currency with. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite word, money. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you, Lauren, so much for being part of this year's audiobook loving series. Thank you. This has been wonderful. This this has been a this is probably gonna be a highlight of my week. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a great way to kind of close uh, Monday day, you know, working hours kind of a day. <laughs> yeah, no, completely. 100%. Yes. Yep. And everyone, thank you so much for hanging out with us and putting up with our antics in Tittiesville. And we hope you've enjoyed this interview, <laughs> this chat, as well as the entire series. Uh, please make sure to follow her on social media because she's going to get better at it. And we definitely want to know about this whole powerlifting thing and, uh, you know, costumes for the dog. Um, if you're not following her yet, I will give you all the links. So there's no hunting that needs to be done. And you will find those over at the Viana Enchantress of Books. And until next time, happy listenings. Thank you for joining us in the Audiobook Lovin' series, hosted by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. We hope you have enjoyed this episode, as well as the series. We've included audio samples of our guests' work within the post for you to check out. Please make sure to visit the main page, link within the post, to learn more about the series, the authors, and the narrators. Please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to the series if you enjoyed today's episode. 
Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms and subscribe to the Viviana Enchantress of Books newsletter. Until next time, happy listening. Audiobook Lovin' hopes you've enjoyed this program. 